Welcome to the Southwest Iowa Association of Realtors, also known as SWIRE. This podcast keeps SWIRE members up to date on what's new and happening in our organization. The views expressed by guests are their own, and their appearance on the program does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. It is not our intention to solicit the offerings of other real estate brokers. Not a member? We still encourage you to listen. Each week, we provide you with valuable information related to the real estate industry and Southwest Iowa. Welcome to the Swire Podcast. I'm Todd Studer, and we have a guest in studio today, uh, Amy Swoboda, Executive Officer for Swire. Welcome back, Amy. Thank you very much. You've been busy? We have been trying to get ready for some things coming up in the fall, try to take it a little easy in the summer. The Golf Bash is coming up in mid-September, so register for that. That was a big success last year. We hope it will be this year, too. IAR convention is September 26th to 28th, and the hotel reservation system is up now. Um, Registration will come out very soon. And the other thing we want you to be aware of is in August, we're going to have what's called a summer of service project. NAR National President Kenny Purcell wants all associations and realtors to do a service project that's visible to the public. Ours will be to prepare a wall for a mural along the First Avenue path. The, the track there. So we're working with the city to get that scheduled now. We'll be asking for volunteers pretty soon. Well, and also we have a uh, special guest in studio today. Uh, that is uh, Nate Yeager with uh, Green Title. And thank you so much, Nate, for uh, coming in today. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Well, why did you want to be able to talk with Nate today, Amy? What are some of the different things that you wanted the Swire members to know about? Well, Nate's an expert in title insurance. So our big topic today is title insurance. What is title insurance? Yeah, yeah. Well, title insurance, it encompasses a lot. Uh, kind of right now is our kind of our busy season, which is probably why you guys are taking it light on events here this summer as realtors and everybody else is kind of scrambling to get deals closed. But Green Title and Escrow, so we are a full title services company where we provide, you know, real estate closings for commercial residential transactions and uh, escrow services. So title insurance, uh, back to your question. So uh, as I mentioned, there's kind of a lot to that. So typically with title insurance companies, we have a title and escrow portion of the business. On the escrow side of things, I'll touch on that first quick. So uh, as part of a real estate closing, we are kind of treated as kind of a middleman for kind of everybody, like a neutral third party. So we don't necessarily represent a buyer. We don't necessarily represent a seller or a lender in a real estate closing. We're essentially this kind of third party that is in taking instructions from everybody. So that instruction piece is usually related to some sort of like purchase agreement. So as part of that escrow closing, we help facilitate meeting with a buyer seller, signing documents, preparing closing statements, handling all the funds for a real estate closing. And we just make sure that everything on that piece goes smoothly. Everybody gets paid out what they're expecting to be paid out Mm -hmm. and basically close out the transaction. From a title insurance perspective, there are some products that we provide. The average consumer, I would say, you know, may not really understand what title insurance is or what it entails. You know, most realtors kind of get it. But uh, from a consumer's perspective, buyer-seller, you know, they may only buy, sell a handful of houses throughout their entire life. So title insurance is not something that they are kind of fully aware of. But with title insurance, so when we get a purchase agreement between a buyer and a seller, what we're going to accomplish in that transaction is we make sure that what's being sold by the seller is going to get transferred and conveyed to the buyer free and clear of any other sort of interest that may be attached to that property 
or any sort of liens that may be attached to that property. So when that buyer closes at that time, we're ensuring them that they're going to own that property free and clear, and they're not going to have any sort of outstanding issues that they're going to have to deal with in the future as it relates to owning that property. So how do you ensure that? So it's a long process. It's a kind of a a time-consuming, very detailed process. What we do when we get a purchase agreement, one of the simplest things that I always kind of tell people is when we have a purchase agreement between a buyer and a seller, when a buyer signs that contract and when a buyer pays that seller money, one of the simplest things is, okay, as a buyer, do I really know that this seller who is selling me this piece of property, do they actually own it? Is there somebody else that may own it? Is there somebody else that may have an interest in it? Is what the seller telling me that they're selling, is that actually the property that they own? Do they maybe own more? Do they may own less? So that's kind of all the things that we kind of uncover as part of that real estate closing. So any sort of documents that pertain to owning real estate is recorded within a recorder's office or a register of deeds office. And so all of that is public record. And so what we do as a title company is we go to that recorder's office or that register of deeds office, and we search through all of those records that have been filed since, you know, day one to our current seller. So we see how that chain of title has been passed, who has owned that, what liens have been filed, what liens have been released. And so we provide a detailed report on who our owner is and what's affecting the current property. So as part of that real estate closing, we have requirements that are going to be met as part of that sale. So we're going to make sure a seller signs the deed. If we have a mortgage that's tied to the property, we're going to make sure that that gets paid off and released. If there's some sort of judgment out there against the seller that's affecting the real estate, we make sure we're getting that taken care of, paid in full, and that that person that's expecting money from the sale, that they're releasing that property that they have an interest in. So all of that just gets completed as part of that real estate closing. So Iowa is traditionally an abstract state. Does that make your job more difficult? Yeah, and that's, I mean, that could probably hold another podcast in (laughs) itself. So explaining what title insurance is, is, uh, you know, that's one thing. And then trying to explain what title insurance is compared to abstracting is, that's like a whole whole different ballgame. So Nebraska in itself, they're a title insurance state. So all real estate transactions typically are conveyed uh, by a title company issuing a title insurance policy. Um, as you mentioned, Iowa is an abstracting state. With Council Bluffs, this area being so close to Nebraska, sometimes that title insurance product does bleed over here into Iowa. And a buyer, in a sense, does have the option to purchase a title insurance policy in lieu of getting an updated abstract and attorney opinion letter. So that is kind of a big difference. I would say that while there's kind of two separate ways of doing things, I think the end result accomplishes essentially the same thing. It's just kind of two different ways of getting there. So at the end of the transaction with title insurance, that buyer is going to get the property conveyed to them with a title insurance policy that's protecting them in the future. And then with an updated abstract, all of those records are getting updated. Usually there's some sort of an attorney involved that provides opinion on that title. And then they make sure that the property then gets transferred free and clear, kind of the same way. So it's just kind of two different ways of doing things. 
So you don't have to be an attorney to do title insurance. You don't. Typically, we do have attorneys on staff, and a lot of title companies do have title attorneys involved with the business. But with title insurance companies, so we are an agent for an underwriter. So when we close real estate transactions, we're writing a policy through an agent, which allows us to then prepare all of those necessary legal documents, such as deeds and whatnot, to get the property transferred over. Okay, so I was going to ask you, who does the insurance cover? Yep, so there's two different policies with title insurance, typically within a real estate transaction. So first off, we have the buyer. So they are provided an owner's title insurance policy. And so we give that to the buyer at closing. That policy stays in effect as long as they own the property. And even sometimes if the owner passes away and it's transferred to heirs of their estate, that policy would still stay in effect. And so as they own that real estate, if there's any sort of interest that may appear that are claiming an ownership, the title insurance policy is what protects them and has somebody in their corner to help defend their rights and interest in the property. So, you know, if somebody tried to gain an interest in the property or someone said they had an interest in the property, that buyer would have a underwriter that would help them through the legal battle, would help cover court costs. And if there's any sort of financial loss, maybe they lose the property, that title insurance policy is going to protect that financial loss that they've made in that investment. So even if the claims are made after you research the title, the insurance is still in effect? Yep, yep. And that's kind of the, kind of the different things about title insurance, the policy that you actually get. In certain insurance policies, when you have, say, for example, like a homeowner's insurance policy, each year you're paying a title, an annual premium for that. With an owner's title insurance policy, there's one premium that's paid up front at the time of closing. Cost-wise, it's actually, you know, I would say fairly like cheap, just as part of what your financial investment is, as well as typically with a real estate closing, usually purchase agreements dictate that a buyer and a seller split that cost. And so that's kind of one of the differences with the title premium in that aspect. With our insurance policy, what we're doing before a closing is we're doing everything possible to mitigate any sort of future risks that may appear, which is maybe a little bit different than if you go out and get a homeowner's insurance policy, your homeowner's insurance agent or whoever may not go check on the property. They may not check on the roof. They may not check on a sewer line. So, and they just provide the policy. In our case, we're doing everything we can before a closing takes place to eliminate any sort of risks so that nothing appears in the future down the line. The owner's policy that I said, we all we usually do also issue another policy as part of a real estate closing. So typically a lender in most cases is involved doing some financing for the purchaser. And so what the lender wants to make sure happens is when they loan that money and they're gonna use that property as collateral, that lender is gonna record a lien against it. And so what we're insuring to that lender is that they're gonna be in first lien position and there's not any other sort of interest that would impact them being able to foreclose if they ever had to and, you know, essentially get their money back as part of that loan that they've made. Okay, great. Um, what are some important things that real estate agents need to know about title insurance that they might not know? You know, 
That's a good question because I do feel like title insurance is important. One of the things I always appreciate with real estate agents is when we issue a title insurance commitment, I always appreciate the real estate agents that kind of call in at that point in time. And, you know, they've looked over the title commitment, they've seen what's out there, and they may have questions on it on, okay, here's this item on the commitment. Is this going to cause problems or what is this? They kind of inquire and they they want to know how all of this is affecting their buyer and potentially the closing of the transaction. So that's what I would say is just the important thing is when those commitments get issued to all parties that those get reviewed. And if there's any questions on them, you know, definitely reach out and ask for some more kind of advice on that. That's probably the main thing that I would say. Is there anything that an agent can do with their buyer or their seller to help make this process go more smoothly? Yeah, you know, so a lot of times what we'll do is real estate agents, probably all of the time when they're about ready to list a house or they're working with sellers, there's probably something during that process that they feel may be a red flag that they may end up having to deal with as part of a real estate closing. So, you know, say they're working with a family who you know, grandma and grandpa own the property and they've both passed away. So that's kind of a red flag. Okay, there's going to be something here from a title perspective that's going to complicate this real estate closing. Or maybe sellers were going through a divorce, which that affects the real estate. Mm -hmm. So anytime that that kind of happens, what title companies can do is, you know, they can provide before that ever house gets signed on a listing agreement, it ever gets put on the market, they can reach out to a title company and they can provide some of that initial information on, okay, here's what's affecting the real estate now. And let's put a plan in place on how those things can get resolved prior to a listing or early on in the, in the escrow process, rather than getting it under contract close two weeks later, three days before closing, we find out that there's this big problem and then they have to try to figure it out as a rush. So that's always a service that I feel is important is if there's ever something agents feel that there's a potential issue, then a title company can definitely help them out in that aspect. So don't try to hide anything. No, no. because <laughs> It'll all come out. They'll find it, yeah, for sure. Um, so you must have some interesting stories in this business. Anything crazy that has happened to you? You know, real estate, uh, it's amazing how stressful it can be as a buyer, seller, real estate agents. So, you know, when a purchase agreement gets in place, you know, I've been through the process a couple of times, just me personally. And so I always try to put myself in that position for everybody because it is a stressful time. And so one thing that we never want to do is we don't want to, we're, we're not trying to uncover these big problems for people. So we want everything to just go smoothly, but sometimes we do find yourself in, in issues. And so and more often than not, you know, agents has, as you know, pretty much every transaction has its complications. Mm -hmm. And so I won't get into any of the bad stories because there's a lot of those. But I do have one kind of interesting story. And this happened to me about eight years ago or so is we got this purchase agreement where a buyer was going to buy a duplex. And so in certain instances with the duplex, there's two sides of the house and a lot line for the property can go right down the middle. So you have lot one, which is one side of the duplex. Lot two is the other side of the duplex. And so we got this purchase agreement where a buyer was going to buy lot one of the duplex with the address 
And so we did the title work. As part of that, the buyer wanted to have a survey done. So the surveyor goes out to the property and then we get a call from them and they're like, you know, this is really interesting. You gave us this address that's connected to lot one, but when we showed up at the property, this address is actually lot two's address. So we're like, hmm, that's weird. So we ended up going back, looking at our title, uh, the records, and come to find out that these duplexes were not lining up correctly as far as the address and the legal description goes. So we ended up finding out that at one point in time, the county assessor site made a mistake and they swapped the addresses connected to each lot one and lot two. And typically with a real estate agent, what a lot of times they do is when they go to list a property, they go to the county assessor site, they search the address, they pull up the property, and as part of that information, there's a brief legal description on there. So a lot of times agents will just go ahead and use that for their listing paperwork. So when they list the property, a buyer's agent comes in, they formulate the purchase agreement. Well, they take that a lot of times off of the MLS and their listing, and they use that for the address and the legal description. Well, on these particular two properties, there had been a couple closings that had occurred already, and nobody ended up catching this. So our seller owned this property as lot one, when in reality, she actually owned the other side of the duplex, but was living in the wrong side of the duplex. In the same way with the other party, she had owned the other side legally, but she was living in the other side. Wow. So you can imagine when we uncovered this, that not only our client who was trying to sell the house and our buyer, but we also had to get in touch with the other party and try to explain to them what had happened. And so obviously if you're living there, you're thinking, you know, how could that possibly end up happening? So anyways, we, we ended up getting it switched around. The two parties actually ended up having to deed their property to each other uh, to get it all straightened out. And then we could correctly close on our seller's property that the buyer was trying to buy. So it was just, wow. it was just kind of funny. Kind of a switched baby, switched <laughs> yeah. at birth baby story. Exactly. <laughs> well, at least they got along well enough to, to agree to it. Cause what would have happened if they hadn't agreed to it? You know, at that point in time, there probably, uh, there probably would have had to been some sort of claim on a title insurance policy mm-hmm. in which then you're kind of getting attorneys involved where there would probably be some sort of legal process to make everybody come together to try to, to figure it out. But luckily there was some recent closings that had happened and, you know, real estate agents were involved in all of those transactions. And so uh, I think a simple call to the real estate agent was then made to the clients to help kind of facilitate that kind of resolution. So. <laughs> wow. That's an interesting one. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay. Anything else you want to add that you'd like the real estate agents to know? Um, I, I actually just would say, you know, uh, thank you to all the real estate agents out there. I know we work with a lot of agents in Omaha, a lot of agents in uh, this part of Iowa and the Southwest Iowa uh, Realtors Association. And so there's so many great realtors out there. It makes our jobs a lot easier when we have just great agents involved in a real estate transaction. And the amount of work and stress that they do on their end is is really impressive to 
to see and have all these transactions kind of come together. So basically just, you know, thank you for every, everything that all these agents do and uh, everybody works so hard and it's, it's stressful and we just appreciate it. And what we try to do as a title company is, is make things go as smoothly as possible. And, and if nobody hears from us in the transaction, then I feel like we've done our job, uh, because that means we had a smooth closing and that we help facilitate that for everybody. And your company is an affiliate member with Swire. We appreciate you um, sponsoring um, our events too. Yeah, yeah. I think we did the golf event last year. We didn't get a play, but I think we (laughs) maybe sponsored a whole, but maybe this year we'll get out there. Great. We hope you will. And we thank both of you, Nate, Amy, for being here on the Swire Podcast. And we thank you for listening to this episode. We'll be back with more very soon. Until then, take care.